Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're serious about creating a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, I've got an awesome interview for you today. You're going to be hearing from Tay Daniels, who is a coach for female entrepreneurs, and she is all about helping women to have what she calls breadwinner energy. I love her story. When I came across her podcast, I just knew that I had to connect with her and bring her here to you. So this week, I'll be speaking and presenting in her community, which is so much fun. And I am thrilled to be able to bring her to you so you can be inspired by her amazing story. Let's go ahead and dive right in. All right, coaches. I am excited about this episode. I actually found Tay, who you're going to meet in just a minute, online. And what attracted me to you, Tay, I don't know if you remember this, but I found an episode about like, I joined a cult and didn't even mean to, I didn't even know. And I was so intrigued by it because as I've talked about in some of my episodes, I've seen some of these just really terrible, sleazy tactics and spaces in the coaching world. And I do not like it. And anytime we can expose it and talk about it, I love it. So I found this episode. I listened to Tay and I was like, okay, she has got this. She calls it her breadwinner energy. She's got this breadwinner energy. She is a straight shooter. She is just so passionate about helping women to really make the money they want in their life and have freedom. So that's why I connected with Tay and I'm so excited to bring her here. So welcome to the podcast, Tay. Thank you so much for having me. I actually did not know that was where you found me, but we will have to talk about that because that was interesting, but I'm so excited to be here to talk to you today and talk to your audience and yeah, share my passion. I'm excited. This is great. Yeah. So Tay, you're a business coach and Mm -hmm. brought in life coaching because you see how relevant it is. And so, yeah, tell us a little bit about what do you do? Who are you? What do you do? (laughs) Yeah. So I first started in 2016. I was seven months pregnant and I did not want to go back to my nine to five job. So I searched high and low on how can I just be at home with my daughter and makes money. And I became a virtual assistant. And back then it was not as popular as it is today. Um, And through that journey of being a virtual assistant, I really realized that I love business. Like I'm really good Mm -hmm. at this and I really like this. Mm -hmm. And so I grew that into an agency in 2018. At that time I had went through a divorce. I had left an abusive relationship and I was a single mom and I was working a lot of hours, but There were so many things I had learned through this industry that I then moved into coaching in 2019. And I am now today, I'm a certified life and business coach. And I help women become the breadwinner of their own life. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And I wish if you all could see her face, I saw you just light up with a smile when you said, (laughs) be the breadwinner of her life. Yes. It makes me so excited to just give women the things that I wish I knew a long time ago. Um, like I didn't come from money. And so to, to now be in this space to know that I can do this and I can have this life. So can you, you can Mm -hmm. absolutely have it. 
I love it. And I definitely, I know some of you know a little about my story and I relate to you, Tay, in wanting to, you know, when I was, I started my business when I was going through a divorce, I was becoming a single mom. And I just remember thinking, I don't ever want to find myself in a position like I'm in now because I was very financially dependent. I don't ever want to find myself in this position again where I feel helpless, dependent, where I don't feel like I can create what I want in my life. And it really drove me to say, I'm going to make money so I can have what I want in my life. Yes, 100%. I was in the same boat too. So when I left that relationship, well, when I first left my nine to five, I didn't even have money. I had a hundred dollars to my name. Mm-hmm. I did not have credit cards. I had nothing. I was 23 mm-hmm. years old. And then through my divorce too, I didn't have finances. I was dependent on someone else too. And so it, mm-hmm. it's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. It's really not. And I think one thing I know, you know, a lot of my listeners are mostly women. And I think we don't really realize the messages we have in our head about how much we're able to make, how much we're deserving of. I think we, I know this became very evident to me as I was building my business. All these, I call them like crazy ideas that somewhere in my mind were just programmed as normal about how limited I was as a woman in my ability to make money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I still go through these phases. I feel like every new level of like reminding myself that like, I'm not who I used to be. We're Mm -hmm. moving right now into like Mm -hmm. a dream home. And I grew up in a trailer. And Mm -hmm. so the thought that like, this is now my home, like this four bedroom, four bathroom, like massive home that I can afford on my own Mm -hmm. is like the weirdest feeling ever. And it's, you have to like remind yourself that you worked for this and you belong here. And it, it's strange. Like, I don't yeah. think men experience this. No, I don't think so either. I know I'll have conversations with my husband sometimes or, you know, it's just they don't think about it the same. And why would they, right? They yeah. they have a completely different framework for who they are and what they're able to accomplish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like for them, it's like, they can have everything and and they should have it. And for women, it's like, you should not have it. And it's, it's very odd to me. And that is honestly why it has been so important to me to teach this to women, because mm. I did grow up with like my grandma stayed at home and my grandpa made the money and worked. Mm. And then my father, mm. my mom is super independent and extremely successful, but mm. my dad has always like made it known that he makes more. And then if she were to make more then she shouldn't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And that drives me crazy. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, we should mm-hmm. definitely talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Let's talk about it. So yeah, tell me, tell me about breadwinner energy, because when you look at Tay's stuff, you'll see she's got that everywhere. Tell us breadwinner energy. What is it? Oh my gosh. Oh, I love this. So breadwinner energy is not just money. It is not just finances. It is literally the way that you feel. It is the way that you show up. It's the way that you carry yourself in this way of like loving yourself, loving your life, being rich in health, wealth, all the areas of life. And when you do that and you really fully step into that power of yourself, you become financially independent. Mm -hmm. And it's not even about like how much money you make, but it's Mm -hmm. about the choices and the freedom that come with that as a woman, because when you Mm -hmm. make money and unfortunately this is the truth, money runs the world as much as Mm -hmm. people don't want to admit that. Mm 
mm-hmm. you get so many more opportunities that you once didn't have your family. You get mm-hmm. to build generational wealth. You get to put your children in places that maybe you didn't have. Mm-hmm. And so I was on a coaching call two years ago with my business coach. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her like, I want women to live this life of luxury and not feel bad about it. Like Mm -hmm. you want a housekeeper, you want a nanny because people are shunned for Mm -hmm. living a life of luxury. Mm -hmm. And so we came up with breadwinner energy and I was like, this is it. Like this Mm. is fully it. it. (laughs) I love it. And I want to speak also to those in my audience listening who some of my listeners do not have this in intense drive to be a breadwinner. And yeah. I want to just speak to that because what's interesting is, you know, how Tay, you were saying that, you know, we, we judge that we criticize it. This is the sad thing as women. I think we are amazing at being supportive of one another in actually a really incredible way. And unfortunately also sometimes in many ways, there's so much judgment. Like you should want to be a breadwinner. You should not want to be a breadwinner, (laughs) right? Or like you should be more focused on kids or personal life or career or whatever. So I just want to just right now, let's just decide that all of you listening, whatever you want in your life and whatever level of income you do or do not want to make is all fine. And my guess is you, you correct me if I'm wrong, Kay, but my guess is that that would probably be right in with this idea of breadwinner energy because it's not how much you make, but it's this idea that you are empowered to create what you want in your life, period, end of story, whatever that is. Yes, you hit the nail on the head. We always say that this helps you create a life of luxury, whatever that means for you. Mm -hmm. Because for some women, that is like literally, I can go to Target and shop and not feel bad and not coupon and not feel guilty and I can buy whatever I want. Maybe Mm -hmm. it is a luxurious trip. Maybe it is a new car or a new home, but it literally Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's just that you get to spend every Friday with your kids. That's Mm -hmm. the luxury of of what Mm -hmm. you are building. Mm -hmm. But I always tell my women, you get to be both. You get to be a mom and a good wife Mm -hmm. and a good business owner Mm -hmm. and make money. Mm -hmm. It is not exclusively one or the other. You get to Mm -hmm. have it all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And those luxuries that you have, again, whatever they are, time with kids, spending without worry, going somewhere, you know, luxurious, that it's okay. You deserve it. You can enjoy it. You don't have to feel guilty doing any of it. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. We just, I think we need to like gather everyone here and we just need to like have a whole day where we just, you know, put this in our minds because we love hearing it and talking about it. And in everyday life, it is challenging for more of us than we realize in ways we don't Oh, realize. for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Your, your programming from when you were younger and the programming from your, even your, like your childhood, your upbringing is fully playing out in your adult life. If you don't mm-hmm. check it out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know you have the Academy, which is, is so cool. I listened to, you know, a recent podcast talking about that. Just tell us a little bit about the transformation that you see when people come into working with you, where they're wanting to have a six figure business, they're wanting to leave the nine to five and kind of what is the most significant part of the transition that they experience with you? Oh my gosh. I love this program. This program has blown my own mind in a way of like, I built it with expectations, but the women in the program have made the program like Mm, fully. Yes. They've made this experience because 
I have just met some really incredible people. Like it, it's in, insane, but the biggest transformation money, like, yes, women make six figures and yes, women get to leave their nine to fives, but more important women are like, I feel like I can do anything. Like I mm-hmm. have this new life. You mm-hmm. have completely transformed my life. The way I think mm-hmm. the way that mm-hmm. I show up. And mm-hmm. not only that, not only am I making money, not only did I get to leave my nine to five, but now I have space in my calendar. I get to mm-hmm. be with my kids. I get to make choices that I didn't make before. We've mm-hmm. even had women leave their relationships because mm-hmm. they're now in a place financially where they could, and they mm-hmm. couldn't before. And they were dependent on someone who was maybe abusive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, just having the freedom and the choices is worth the investment in itself. A hundred percent. I want to ask another thing also, just for my listeners who maybe are struggling to make money in their coaching business. Maybe it's hard for them to charge. What would you say to them? So this is such a good question because I think pricing is controversial, but I always follow Stacey Bayman from the Life Coach School's rule mm-hmm. that you have to believe in your price. Like you have to fully hundred percent you do believe in it. And even mm-hmm. if that means you charge a little less until you believe that you should charge a little more, do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Do it. Mm-hmm. So if people are telling you like to get to your goals, raise your prices, absolutely not. Like I will never mm-hmm. stand mm-hmm. behind that message. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think if you're if you're a coach and you're trying to make money my biggest suggestion always is to find a coach in a community, like those two steps alone, finding your people, finding a mentor, finding someone you trust, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a community of women to back you who understand and get it. Mm-hmm. Those will be the two things that make you successful and help you make money mm-hmm. easily. Yes. Yes. Because too many coaches try to do it on their own. Yep. And because they're, they've already invested money in this training and that, right? And, and I always say, and those of you listening, I know that many of you experience this. It's like, when should I be willing to spend more? And when do I need to just stop buying and, right? Yes, like, do the work. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, the thing is, I think that those of you thinking that, I think it's a good conversation to have in your mind because it is true that we can just spend and never make money. And I do think that, making the investment to set yourself up for success with the right support that you need, it really is crucial because you will save so much time and money. trying to just, <laughs> and, yeah, and that's right. And money and start making money, right. Instead of just trying to do everything on your own. Yeah. 100%. And two, I, when I, whenever you're investing, I always go through in my own mind, is this information or is this a transformation? Because while information is important and in the beginning stages, you do need to have the information, the skills, but information, freebies, low ticket offers, courses, that is information, Mm -hmm. but that is not a transformation because are you being held accountable? Are you Mm -hmm. executing? Do you have a coach or mentor to ask these questions to, to work through it when your mind wants Mm -hmm. to bring up a lot of drama? Or Mm -hmm. are you like, I have the information. I don't know how to implement it. And I'm remaining stuck and confused and I'm not Mm -hmm. moving forward. And then Mm -hmm. you don't get the transformation. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whenever I'm investing, I'm always putting my money where I know there's going to be a transformation. And then I'm showing up to all those calls and I'm Mm -hmm. getting coached Mm -hmm. and I'm asking questions. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm in a group, I'm not afraid to be like, Hey, this is my ugly. I need to clear. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true. And I, I want to encourage all of you, wherever you are, to be willing to show up with that ugly, because 
I know for me, like in my, my group, we're working through the 10K accelerator and these coaches really putting in this foundational stuff. And sometimes they won't submit a question or they won't say anything because in their mind, they think, I have to figure more of this out before Molly can help me. And that's not true. That's why I'm there, right? And that's why you're there too for your women. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I want to go back and just reiterate what you said about feeling good about your price. Because I think that I want to highlight that for those of you that do have all this talk in your mind about I should be charging more and and all that back and forth. because. I totally agree. I would way rather see all of you sell a price for your coaching that is so easy for you to sell that yep. you get better and better and more comfortable and confident in that process of selling. And then you can figure it out, right? Over time, you can decide when and where and how you may want to raise your prices or not. So Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing too. If you don't believe in it and you think it's too high, as soon as someone tells you it's too high, you're going to like stop selling, stop showing up in your energy, maybe even lower the price, feel insecure. And then you're not showing up in a way that sells at your best level. So if you yes. fully believe this is the best price. And mm -hmm. if someone disagrees, that is completely a them problem because mm -hmm. I know the value and it is 100%. This is a steal. Yeah. Yes. Right. And I think that what you said is key being willing to be okay that some people will not want to pay that price. Yeah. And that is okay. Don't base your pricing on whoever happens to be standing in front of you and whatever their thoughts are about money, right? It has to be. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I've made this mistake in my earlier days of coaching and I undercharged completely and allowed people in at a lower price. And those people did not show up and did not get transformations mm -hmm. because they didn't put skin in the game. It was not valuable to them. They mm -hmm. felt like, oh, I got a discount. You know, when you get mm -hmm. stuff for free, it just sits in your inbox. You don't ever do anything with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same thing. So you want people in your group or in your program that are actually going to show up, do the work and get the transformation mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. otherwise it's not helpful for either one of you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I want to say one more thing to, to all of you listening about that. Think about how as a coach, you're really standing as a leader for your clients. You are modeling for your clients a way of being in your life and hopefully they will you know step up to this in their life where they are more grounded in themselves where they are more clear on boundaries and so yes if any of you feel uncomfortable with this idea that you shouldn't lower your price or you shouldn't give a discount and you have that like i feel bad i should take care of the client in this way mm -hmm. remember that the best way to take care of your client or actually help them is to show them an example of a woman who is grounded and confident and solid and and not afraid to set a standard. That's going to be way more powerful than a discount in my yes. opinion. Yes. 100%. I always say it is your job to hold the standard. 100%. And when you hold the standard, they come up to that standard. They then carry themselves to a higher standard. They get better results, quicker results because mm -hmm. You've held that standard for them, where if you allow things to pass and slide and you don't hold the standard, then they don't either. And mm -hmm. then no one wins. And in my experience, and I don't know if you feel this way too, Tay, but in my experience, when I have outgrown 
my price, meaning I'm at the point where I'm, I'm realizing I almost, I can feel inside. I am charging too little for this. That's Mm -hmm. when I know it's time to raise my price. And other times, right, we might push that edge a little bit and kind of step into being brave and raising it. But what's your thought about that? Yeah, I completely agree. I think if you're holding resentment because it's too low Mm -hmm. and then you start resenting clients and feeling like I'm not getting my money's worth, my time's worth, Mm -hmm. then absolutely. It's definitely time, but don't not raise them out of fear. Like that fear that nobody will buy or fear that you'll get pushback because you will Mm -hmm. no matter the price. I Academy started out at like three, nine 95, a couple years ago. And we're now Mm -hmm. almost at at $9,000 for the program. So we have increased you know, between three to five to six to seven to nine K. And we've had pushback at every single level. Yeah. Right. That (laughs) it's, it's always going to be the case because really everyone thinks about money differently. Some people would think that was a crazy low price for you to offer that at. I've been told that that was right. (laughs) And other people would think that's insane. I would never pay that amount of money. It's going to be all over the map. Yeah. It always comes back to what you truly believe in and the value that you're giving someone. And mm-hmm. when you're, when you're pricing yourself, it can't come down to like your personal value, right? Like you're invaluable. You can't charge. Oh, yes. Let's talk based about on that. yourself, but you yeah. do have to charge based on the program or the offer and what the value of that is and what they're going to get out of it. And so for us, I know 1000%, $9,000 one-time investment for an entire year. Yes. It might feel like a stretch, but this entire program is going to up-level you and think when you're making that every single month at a minimum, mm-hmm. 100% worth it. The return is in- incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Okay. I have got to go back to this comment that you made because so, so often we hear charge what you're worth, make sure you charge what you're worth. And I'm always like, okay, there is no dollar amount that like is equivalent to your worth. No, it's impossible. And I think that when we tie those things together, oh my gosh, I see this all the time where it's like, I see a coach, one of my clients and they're like, I know I just need to charge what I'm worth. And I just, I know I need to think more about my worth. And I'm like, listen, us believing more that we're worthy and worthwhile is part of the work of our lives. We always come up against that. Please do not tie that to your pricing. Let's have your pricing and charging what this transformation is worth. Let's have that be over here. And then we can stand over here in this space and help you learn to continue to love yourself and see your worth. Please separate them or or it's it's almost like you're in a never-ending battle. Absolutely. And then when people don't buy from you or people tell you it's too high or people are unhappy with your offer, you immediately associate it with people are unhappy with me. People don't like me. I'm not worth this. Instead of seeing them as I am a CEO that runs a business and this is an offer for people. And this offer delivers this and this and this, and this is the price of this offer. And it has nothing to do with me as a CEO where I do come into this is the experience that I'm giving, right? Like holding myself accountable, showing Mm -hmm. up for people, that experience that I'm giving is the Mm -hmm. only way that I'm tied to this offer, but Mm -hmm. no, you're worth like, I've had students tell me like being in a 30 minute session with you one-to-one is worth a million dollars. So I'm not charging a million dollars for this program. Although Mm -hmm. that would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Maybe maybe that's the next price increase. That would be insane. Um, Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, really, so all of you listening, if you took nothing else away from this episode, make sure that you are not entangling your worth as a human being or your own issues that we all have to some degree about, you know, our self-esteem or insecurities. Please don't tie that into pricing your business and charging your business because it's going to keep you stuck way too long. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, this is exactly why I did life coach school and brought in life coaching into this mm-hmm. practice is because this journey of reprogramming yourself and your mind and your thoughts is going to help you be successful in your business every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I want to just ask a few more things and then we'll wrap this up here. So definitely, you know, be thinking, Tay, about anything we've missed that you want to share. But one thing I want to ask you is so. My audience is listening and they're probably loving this. And there's probably also in a lot of people's minds also this idea that you are different and that you seem to be more confident than they are, more success, like almost like, well, she's one of those people that can do it and I'm different. Oh my gosh. I love this topic. (laughs) So what do you say to them? Because, right, they hear this. Listen, I've experienced that. I remember sitting at this event and hearing about someone on the stage and thinking, oh, wow, she's up there and I'm down here. And you know what was funny about it? When I looked at her accomplishments, like the check marks, I had almost every single check mark that she had. And yep. yet she seemed to be just a little better, just a little higher, just a little more accomplished. So tell us, what do you have to say about it? Oh my gosh. Yes. We've got to talk about this. So, okay. I have like a million thoughts on this. First and foremost is I allow my students into my life in a way of showing them I'm a real human being mm-hmm. who experiences real life stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you're in my program, I have been told Tay shows us that sh- when she's in the thick of it. Meaning that I don't Mm -hmm. bring students into my drama and I don't bring students into team meetings, but I do open the door to this is real life. Like I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a business owner, Mm -hmm. I'm in therapy, I've experienced PTSD, I Mm -hmm. am a real person Mm -hmm. just like you. You've had a failed Mm -hmm. launch, so have I. You've had Mm -hmm. these thoughts, so have I. I Mm -hmm. still have them. We are not better or worse than anyone. And I bring up this diagram and I show it to every single student. Mm-hmm. It's a line on a page and it's a starting point and ending point and a middle point. There mm-hmm. is always someone starting someone in the mm-hmm. middle and someone mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. You're in the middle and mm-hmm. you're helping all the people who haven't got to where you're at. And I'm mm-hmm. helping you from mm-hmm. where I am to where you are. And that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. But every single student in my room is an expert at something. And every single woman has taught me something by me being in the room with them, which is why I say the women mm-hmm. are the experience because we have OBs, we have midwives, we have doulas, we have parent coaches, we have mm-hmm. life coaches, business co- Like we have all the coaches mm-hmm. and what they know and their personal experience and mine is completely different. So while I'm teaching them, they're mm-hmm. teaching me. And as a coach, it is my job to have boundaries and it is my job mm-hmm. to hold this standard, mm-hmm. but it is not my job to be above you. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. We are humans. I am mm-hmm. the youngest person in my room. I'm 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Every one of my students is 30 to 60 years old. Mm-hmm. You have way more life experience than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing I do as a coach is allow my students to know that 
this is not you versus me, me better than you, none of that. But if you have those thoughts, it's really easy to think of someone on a pedestal if they make more money than you. Yes. But then I also show them that this is possible for you. Yes. And I'm going to show you how to have this for yourself in a way that feels good for you. I don't want you to be me. I want you to be more of you. Yeah. And so in my program, I have one of our alumni. She's also now a coach and we are polar opposites. So I am very like in your face, like Mm -hmm. high energy. And she's Mm -hmm. like a little more reserved, but our job isn't to teach you to be one of us. Our job is Mm -hmm. to teach you to be the best version of you. To be you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and I want really, and truly, I think that it's impossible to quantify how successful someone is and how far along they are. And so like those of you listening, I want you to think about this. If Tay is making more money than you are right now, and if Tay's business is what you would consider further along, just remember that that's all that means, right? If my business is further along than yours, it's because I'm just further along. You just haven't gotten there yet. So that's one thing. In fact, yesterday in our community, we had Kim Job, who's super awesome. I don't know if you know Kim but I've had her on the podcast. And one of the things that she said, you know, in working for years with coaches is like, truly the people who succeed just stick with it longer. That's it. That's it. So that's point one for all of you is like, if you're thinking, oh, she's further along or she's amazing, I could never get there. She's probably just further along than you in those areas. Yeah. I've been at this for almost eight years and I didn't hit my first six figures for almost five years. Imagine Mm -hmm. if I had given up in those first five years because I wasn't yet to six figures and everyone online is like, oh, I hit six figures in my sleep last night. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. let's be real here. That standard is not the norm first and foremost. Yes. And a lot of them have put in personal brand work or brand work that they've laid this foundation for themselves or Mm -hmm. they've invested or Mm -hmm. they've gotten funding for Mm -hmm marketing, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. ignore those stories and just remember Mm -hmm. that you're on your own timeline. And so I always say to my students, how long are you willing to commit to have the life that you want to have? How long Mm -hmm. are you willing to commit to that? Because Mm -hmm. this is the thing. It's hard right now. It's uncomfortable right now, but Mm -hmm. so is being back at your nine to five Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and never knowing. So how long are you willing to commit to having this life? So yeah. In five years, yeah. I could have given up. Uh, like I'm not at six figures yet, which what does that even mean? Right. 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 <laughs> but I didn't. And now I'm here eight years in, and I thought at 21, I was going to be a millionaire by 30. Well, I'm almost 30 and I'm not quite a millionaire, yeah. but I still am working towards that. I'm not going to just throw away my business because I'm not there yet. Yes. Yes. Because I'm committed to the process. Oh, and well, and now if you start charging a million dollars for your program, we got the problem. <laughs> One <solved>. student. <laughs> Okay. So that's one part of this really, as you're listening, like maybe I'm just further along than you are. Maybe taste just further along. And as long as you stick with it, you will get wherever you want to be. And the other point that I want to make, and this is really important for all of you, is that making a certain amount of money is certainly one marker of success that we would track, right? One marker of achievement. But I'll tell you, like in working with my clients in building their businesses, I'll I'll work with a client who maybe doesn't hit the income goal that they are working toward yet. And yet what they've done is they have 
repaired relationships. They have built their confidence. They have healed trauma within themselves. And I mean, talk about important transformation. So that's the other thing. I want all of you to remember that you have Mm -hmm. a lot of different circumstances and internal things to overcome. There are so many ways that I hope you are tracking your progress and growth. And money is one among so many. So just don't think that it's just that's it. And if I'm not there, then I must not have success because there's a lot, a lot more to the picture. Oh, absolutely. And how you grow as a person through your commitment, like you said, through your traumas, all those things are far more successful and going to bring you money as an outcome versus money being this like end all be all. Yeah. Our program helps you make six figures, but we had a student who's she's pregnant. So she's going to have four kids under four Mm -hmm. and she worked six months out of the 12 months and only Mm -hmm. 15 hours a week and still made 50 K. And she was like, this was the best feeling ever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she had that time and space. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, you know, what Tay was saying is so true that the time you spend on healing and that other growth, it really will increase your income as well long-term, even if it's not, it doesn't seem as quick. A great example of this, I've, I've interviewed my friend and colleague, Andrea Giles on the podcast, and she worked with me in one of our programs. And the first year in her business, she, I think she made, she said this on the podcast, so I can't remember exactly, but like $6,000. And her mm-hmm. second year, she broke hundred K. And some more about Andrea is Andrea at the time had 11 kids. She now has 12. Yes. Family, health stuff going on. And so like that first year, she, we were spending the time working on, she was working on her coaching skill mastery. She was Mm -hmm. working on creating a really solid foundation of keeping her life and business in balance. Like you want to talk about a solid foundation. I don't care if she made... you know, a penny that year, all of that allowed her to be able to, you know, hit six figures and expand and scale. And it was way more beneficial, the work she did in that first year than it would have been making six figures that year. So, oh my gosh, 100%. People think that when you get to this certain income level, that you're going to be like this brand new person and everything in your life is going to be like shining gold. And I used to think this, like when I'm a six figure CEO, my life's going to be so much better and so much easier. Mm-hmm. No, I, I've been a six figure CEO now for three years mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I still have to work through the internal stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still there. It doesn't go away. I know. And so why yeah. not work on it now and step into the person that you want to be and allow the money to follow you? Yes. Yes. Because I do think we think, oh, well, if I just hurry and hustle, then I'll get there and then I can relax. But guess what? All you've done is just, you've just reiterated that this pattern for yourself, that you have this, you know, hustle and rush. So just doesn't work. And two, exactly. And two, like, let's say that you're actually really bad with money or you have really bad spending habits, or you're like throwing all of your money out into other entrepreneurs because you think they're going to solve your problems, but you're not actually solving Mm -hmm. your own problems. Mm -hmm. When you get to be a six figure CEO, you're still going to throw your money at problems Mm -hmm. instead of learning how to fix them. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have more money to throw and bigger problems to throw them at. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Truth. Well, this is awesome. Thank you so much. I hope you've all been as inspired as I have by Tay and her energy and her focus and drive. Anything else you want to share with my audience before you go? And of course, tell them where they can find you too. 
Yeah, this has been absolutely fantastic. I have loved to talk with you. Yeah, come to Academy before it's a million dollars. I know, honey. Run, don't walk. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but no, you can always find me on Instagram at it's Kay Daniels underscore LLC. I'm always there hanging out, chatting with people. So come over there and find me. We do have like a free email series, Sustainable Sundays. So we help you build sustainable six-figure businesses without social media. If you don't want to have a social media business, you don't have to. I know you'll put those links below, but mm-hmm. yeah, come like just say hello, introduce mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Just tell me about your life. <laughs> yes. And check out her podcast as well. Yes, Breadwinner Energy Podcast. Yeah. Breadwinner Energy Podcast. So yeah, definitely check Tay out. She's a great leader and mentor for all of you to follow. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. If you're ready for complete support as you build your coaching business, check out Molly's collaborative community, the Masterful Coach Collective. It's a place where you'll have access to the best experts in the biz, community support, and guidance as you build your perfect business 90 days at a time. Visit www.mollyclaire.com for details.